the paint off the Desumu. He left that short. Rebounded by Levert. Here's Mitchell. He just blew right past Levine. Mitchell to the basket. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell show. What a night. <laughs> Epic. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're also looking for like like a lot of us card collectors are looking for well who's what players are going to take the next step to superstardom like you you've got a Brandon Ingram card coming out that you know oh, I, a, I released Brandon design. there you go I I I done Brandon last year yeah okay and I don't think he's done any Pelicans cards I don't think he signs cards any and again that's gotcha. one of the reasons why I sign up some of the guys like Khabib doesn't like you have. The, the mixed martial arts um he don't really do on cards i got him to do on card could be uh sorry um brandon ingram i don't think he signed any pelicans cards still so that was one of the reasons i, mm. I wanted to get him and obviously former laker player so um but yeah i don't know in terms of card collecting well if he's got no um pelicans autos um it's kind of hard to collect them aren't they um i guess yeah. people can go back to the laker or rookies but i don't know it's interesting um what, what the next rookie that'll oh sorry the, you're saying the next young player that will explode i don't know i have no idea that's a, that's a tough question we're always talking um, about it in uh our hoops and cards discord and other conversations with people that you know and uh tyrese maxi desmond bain uh-huh. ja morant obviously ja is ja yeah but- it's yeah, for me, it's I feel like it, Bane's awesome, but it's always hard for like, it feels like only one player per team gets hobby, hobby love. And I feel like if you're the yeah. second guy, no matter what, like even Maxi um, behind MB, it's it's difficult. Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like the New York Knicks are a massive market. Like, mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe Brunson. I uh, I don't know. So, someone's got to be collectible there one day. Um, and do you look at been, Oklahoma City at all? Or you look at SGA? Oh, SGA's a freak. Yeah. He's insane. Um, yeah, what he's doing, but I guess OKC is a pretty small marker, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I got I mean, I think everyone's just waiting for Wemby, aren't they? Like yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and people love LaMelo what... Ball, like they love Cade Cunningham, but these guys mm-hmm. haven't been able to stay super healthy, you yeah. know, and they're on teams that I wonder about both those teams if they wind up with Wemby. Cool. Right. LaMelo and Victor Jeez, or Cade. That's, that's must watch TV. I mean, oh. that's probably ideally what the NBA probably want. Maybe to pair up these some. Yeah, it'd be, I think it'd be amazing. But yeah, I'm just all waiting on Wemby. Like, you know, I'm amazed seeing him play. Um, like, I know he's not playing against NBA talent, but like just what he's doing on the court is insane. Oh. He's high um i mean yeah it's freaking in like it's it's insane and not he's getting a lot of love from nba players like they're not they're not knocking him and like they're just like yeah it's like i think someone said like was it kd or something said like oh once he gets in the league it's over like you know yeah. <laughs> it's um, surreal it, watching him and what he can do at, at yeah. that size and that at that level of skill um yeah. I, I i think for the market i mean i'm hoping the basketball card market gets a zion like bump Maybe bigger because he's bigger. He's got to be bigger than Zion. He he has yeah. to be. I know he's not coming from like college, like the NCAA college basketball. So he doesn't really have that um, 
I guess the the eyes on him like Zion did. Um, but I think globally, like I guess like a lot of Americans don't think globally a lot. Um, but like globally, Wemby's like everyone, everyone's gonna follow this guy. Like, <laughs> um, and I don't know. The only other thing, and I guess it's not it's kind of a safe thing, is but Banchero is looking super nice. Yeah. Like yep. what he's doing, um at I mean, at his age, um is he, the numbers he's getting is insane. I know Orlando's been an awful team for a long time, but I mean, maybe that's a guy to collect. Like Orlando haven't had a collectible player in a long time. They've blown a lot of their draft picks. Um, you know, they've had high picks, but none of them, I don't think any of them have really got become collectible, really. Like mm-hmm. a lot of their high lottery picks haven't been collectible players. Right. Mo um, Bamba, Franz Wagner... Yeah, I mean, these some of them have good games. Jonathan Isaac, yeah, um, yeah, Cole Anthony, um, Chuma Okiki or KK, mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, even. I mean, they've yeah, they've had a yeah. bunch of high picks that just didn't work out. But yeah, I mean, Benchero looks awesome. Um, I mean, what he's doing at his his age, the numbers, unreal. Um, I mean, it's hard. How could he be playing any better? I mean, everyone thought Orlando were crazy for picking him number one. Like they were like, right. what the hell? He was meant to be the third guy. Yeah, um, pick Chet Holmgren or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, um, I think it's all worked out um, so far. So yeah, I don't know. I'll be looking at him and uh, Wemby, like you were saying though. Like it, it might have a Zion type of effect. I just, I think it's going to be an exciting time for cards that season because um, everyone's just going to want to chasing Wemby's, and it's just going to make for good like content of people doing breaks and you know i mean yeah. like Wemby rpa it's like that that's just going to be insane that's um, just a few months down the road right i mean the draft's probably late june and you've got yes yep. Wemby and scoot henderson and oh yeah oh. yeah good yeah good call he i mean he would probably be a number one pick in most uh most years as well mm-hmm. um what is what they're saying um uh, he took the g league route um which is interesting um and he's playing pretty good in the G League. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think um, that draft class is – I think we, we, we've um, probably had a few years since we've had, like, a good draft class. Uh, the Zion class would be the last one. Um, so this, yeah, this might be the one that um, – 2023 class might be the one that everyone kind of chases for and and goes after and um, – I think that uh, hopefully that that brings a lot of, you know, it might bring a lot of new people in, especially from France, um, might bring oh, a lot man. of international people in. So, yeah. Yeah, that, I know that's so true. Been, yeah, like when Ben Simmons got drafted, you know, brought a hell of a lot of Australians into trading cards um, when he went um, number one and, and they've just stuck around since and they've chosen to collect other players now. Right. Right. Well, and, and so much of the market, I don't know if this if this rings true globally, but so much of the card market, as I've experienced it, um, rises on extended hype and anticipation of what a guy is going to do or what a guy is going to bring to the league and whether he delivers or not. Like there there is such an uptick. There's such a you know, what I'm saying like, uh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. yeah, for me, I've, I always like. I always find it wild. I guess like when I'm trying to like do deals with athletes, trying to get the, like, they know their value, like whoever represents it, they know their value, like with autos mm. and everything. And, and it's funny. It's like a lot of the young guys, like even like LaMelo ball, like everything's already priced at. They're like a three-time NBA champion, two-time MVP, 
<laughs> and it's kind of like like the uh, Lucas part. Lucas being priced at is going to be an all, like he's going to win all this stuff. So for me, in my opinion, I could be completely wrong. Like, I'm not the person to be asking about like pricing and everything. But for me, it's like because he's already priced at that. Even if he wins a championship MVP, things won't even go up because it's already priced at him doing it. Yeah, and that's just my opinion. Um, and I think the same, like, it wasn't like Giannis, Giannis cards, you could literally buy for nothing, like, because no one thought anything of him. Um, but then when he became an MVP, everyone's like, like we back-to-back MVP, he went, you know, everyone had priced his cards at like, okay, this guy's sick now. He's great. But then I don't even think like when he went won a championship, there wasn't a massive uptick. Cause at that time no. people were pricing, they were pricing at him going to win, win. Like, I don't know. And I could be wrong, and there might be different scenarios, but for me, I mean, the best outcome is there is like a Giannis-type person where, you, you know, you pick up this third, I think he was 13th pick, or I don't, I don't know, I could be wrong, around about that. You pick up this guy that's like unknown, and then like no one thinks of him, and then he becomes great. But these guys that are young, everyone's just already factored in, okay, you know, this guy's going to do this, 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 this. And for me, I always like when I talk to people, I'll be like, okay, was like Tracy McGrady a good NBA player? And everyone be like, oh, yeah, he was like really, really good. But I was like, yeah, but his cards are worth like nothing. Um, right, right. But he was amazing. Can um, Is LaMelo Ball going to be better than Tracy McGrady? Oh, probably not. But then no. like, so his cards are worth like freaking 20 times more. So kind of I just throw those kind of hypothetical, those, those kind of scenarios at people. And it kind of makes you think. Um, but, you know, people like buying cards and watching players across their careers. Like I get it. I'd It's fun to invest into a player that's currently playing rather than a retired player. But I don't know. I think there's just a I don't know who sets it, but I feel like something is like when obviously the young players it's it's already capped that they're going to do this and if they don't do it um the market the the value on their stuff's going to go down and even if they do achieve it well then the values don't go up they have to like succeed it um so for guys like anthony edwards lamello ball zion it's going to be really hard for them to get to though that next level of pricing because um they're going to have to succeed what people have already put into that you know i don't know do you, really do you have a clear opinion or i i do i do we've been trying to focus on and i have personally as as, as i think about these as investments like what's a what's a guy uh who's who are the guys who are the players what are the cards that have have a new achievement out in front of them like what's what's a new award or a new level of the playoffs or something new that hasn't already been priced in or that wasn't expected like like a guy like Giannis, um, he had steps toward being a two-time MVP, but nobody saw that from the beginning, even though he was a first-round, like middle of the first-round pick. Uh, by the way, Cavaliers, I think that same year, the Cavs picked Anthony Bennett first overall. Oh, and number like, one. Wait a minute, the best player of you know of his era, you know that of that year is Giannis. That's so right, yeah, dude. right. Um, but so looking at uh, well, who are the players that? Hey, they're going to get more playing time or they're going to get more opportunities. They, and when they have opportunities, they score like crazy or they win. And, and, and so it's starting to look for players like that in an, in an environment where um, they've done it before, just at lower levels, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and saying there's a chance that they could go up, but the guys that have already, you're absolutely right. I agree with you about 
uh, LaMelo and Zion and, and even Cade, like when you're the number one pick yeah, and you're the guy, everybody's looking to rip out of that, that hobby box or that mega box, like the hobby has already priced beyond what they could possibly achieve. And I'm a, I mean, I got back into this three years ago, Tyson, to collect LeBron because mm. I'm a Cavs fan. I'm from Akron. You know, we see the the impact he's had on our community. I've stayed a LeBron fan going to, you know, now that he's on the Lakers. Um, but but I got back into it because I thought, well, hey, at least number one, I'll enjoy it because he's LeBron and I, I love following him. But number two, his cards could retain their value at the least and long-term increase because oh, yeah. he's, you know, his, his legacy, LeBron. he's adding to it. But anyway, I'm, I'm hoping because you're a Laker fan that you also, you know, are rooting for him, obviously, and hoping they can they can do it again. If Anthony Davis would stay healthy, yeah, oh. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of. I just, I've wanted them to blow up this team, even yeah. I, for a long time. Um, I for me, I didn't like it as a Lakers fan them even getting Anthony Davis. I understood it, mm-hmm. but I was really behind the young guys because I guess like you know was watching through. You start to what like you had three four years of. You know, we got rid of Jordan Clarkson, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Ingram, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Larry Nance, uh, Zubac. Like, I mean, if that is literally just their team now, they're a freaking good team. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you've had all, uh, you know, you've had all stars. Uh, I think two of them have been all stars. They've been most, uh, two of them won most improved player. Um, Anyway. They won a championship, so um, like they're they're bloody lucky they won that championship because I think Laker fans would not be um, as forgiving as they are if they hadn't won that. And for me, I still look back and go, "How the hell did they win that championship?" (laughs) Right? Anthony Davis somehow fell fell to the ground, like went to the locker room. It literally every single half in every single game <laughs> during the bubble it's, it's it funny and it's not funny at the same time i know yeah. <laughs> and i don't know they survived he played he must have played through pain he must have went through they ended up winning it all i can't believe they did because now ever since like they've just been an absolute mess and like they can't keep everyone on the court and um and it's i don't know and then you always get those glimmer of hope you know when lebron was out earlier this season anthony davis started bowling like he was playing career best form he's what, 50 point games. It was a walk in 30, 20 or, you know, or 20, you know, 2020 at some point. And, um, and then obviously what happens across every single portion of Anthony Davis's career, when he starts playing well, then come the injuries. And I mean, yeah, they're not going to go anywhere unless Anthony Davis is playing and healthy. And um, I mean, if they're all healthy, no one's going to want to face him. Like no one right. wants to face healthy, like a LeBron, Anthony Davis. No one's going to want to face him. Like, um, you know, they were up to, they were up when Anthony Davis was playing, they were up against the Phoenix Suns. Like that one that went to the finals, they were up two one mm-hmm. against Phoenix Suns and then Anthony Davis went down. I don't know. Injury is part of the game, but um, sadly I would, if I was running the team, I would be getting rid of Anthony Davis and um, like, he's an amazing player when he's on the court, obviously. Um, but I don't know what his trade value is like, but they've got no draft picks in the future. I'd be trying to get some assets now, try and get some healthy players. If you go, if you, if you stuck on LeBron, if you're literally, if the Lakers are going, we're not going to trade LeBron, we're keeping him, whatever. Um, 
we'll try and get some guys that are on the court, you know, even if even if it's two guys that are, you know, two two legit starters for Anthony Davis, it's gonna help more than Anthony Davis just sitting on the bench all season injured. But right. Right. I don't know. It's difficult. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, it's not as easy as just trading it. Like, yeah, I'm sure they go through right. it every day. Well, and yeah. I'm happy for LeBron that he did get one championship there. Yeah. I'm happy for you and for Laker Nation or whatever. But yeah, whatever you, ha- call it. you have to wonder if you just kept one or two of those guys, like to have a Kuzma right now oh, and the way he's playing or a, or even a Malik Monk, a guy that could yeah. just drain threes all day that LeBron could kick it out to. Yeah. Green. Three and D, like don't, yeah. dude, don't even get me started. And Julius Randle's averaging thirty a game over the last twelve games. Like he's, yeah. Uh, Why are they? I don't know. I still the one question they've never really answered. And I get all those players that, that they got Anthony Davis for. I, I understand why they sure. traded all those players away. They got AD. They built a roster to win now around LeBron. Um, I get it what they have never explained or no one has ever been able to explain is they won a championship in 2020. They could have re-signed everyone. Right. Yeah. Won a championship, run it back. If it doesn't work, yeah, make the moves. But to get rid of Caruso, Rondo, Dwight. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. And look at like um, Kyle Kuzma now. I mean, uh, they weren't utilizing him properly anyway in his final year at the Lakers. Like, right. and everyone thought he was like, ah, oh, he just, he's getting worse. I was like, no, he wasn't being utilized properly. He's in, he's going to, he potentially is going to be an all-star this season um, yeah. in Washington. And yeah, I don't know that that's 2021 season. They should have gone hard. They should, they could have potentially gone back to back if they just like, they were missing a guy like Caruso. Like, I know that might be funny, but like a three and D guy, Totally. Um, and now it's like, it's funny. Cause if you look at the team, everyone's like, oh, they just need shooting. And it's like, yeah, they got, re- that's what happens when you get rid of Malik Monk, KCP, Kuzma, like basically everyone that could shoot the ball, they got rid of, um, right. Wesley Matthews. I think they got rid of him as well. Like, I don't know. It's funny. I don't, I don't know what they're doing over there. Well, we had a similar ride in Cleveland with LeBron wanting a, a mega team or what do you call it? A super yeah. team with Kevin Love. Well, we gave up yeah. Andrew Wiggins and a bunch of other stuff. And we've always wondered now, well, what if we, what if the Cavs had Wiggins and hadn't traded all those first round picks to add guys like Timothy Mozgov and Amon Shumpert, Kyle Korver, like you, we won a title and I, and I would, I'm glad we did. Cause I was, I was there and at the, at the watch party, just, it was awesome. Yeah. But you wonder, right. Second, second yeah. guess a little bit, but well, yeah. And I think if you look at LeBron's career, he's done this everywhere he's gone. I mean, uh, well, the team has whatever. Yeah. I, I LeBron would have some control with the moves, of even course. though that he says he doesn't. But they essentially go all in, and then when he leaves, they're kind of screwed. And um, it happened to Cleveland, kind of happened to Miami. It's going to happen to Lakers, like. Um, they go all in and they don't really think of the future. And um, yeah, like you're saying, they get a bunch of those like um, M- M- like mid-level exception vets when it's mm. not really the wise decision to get. And um, and they're just trying to win that specific season. But yeah, I don't know. I, for me, the most fortunate thing is now that I'm working with like a bunch of players, I kind of, not like I don't follow the Lakers anymore. I still follow them. I'd rather them win than lose. But I kind of like watch the guys I 
I, uh, I've worked with now because it's like, oh, I want to see them succeed. And um, yeah. so it's kind of a fun alternative. When the Lakers suck, it's like, oh, I can actually watch a Boston game and see Jason Tatum play well. Like, you know, it's just like a little side thing now. So that's awesome. That's great. Do you have a favorite that you collect? A favorite player or players that you? Oh, I'd have to be Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. the Lakers thing growing up. I mean, yeah, he's my idol, my inspiration, everything. Yeah. It, um, Kobe definitely basically the only one i mm. uh, i collect stuff of now when i was younger I, I just used to collect any laker player like you know i was mentioning i had like you know, lamar odom and Derek fisher and um whoever was like just around for the lakers for a while i'd, I'd collect the cards of um but yeah i guess getting older and stuff it's just like nah like kobe's my guy like he's the yeah. only person i'll hang stuff up of and um so he's um he's the player i collect and um yeah um that's kind of just what i've um what I've uh, i wish my kids could have seen him play yeah i, I wish yeah. my kids could have seen kobe play oh yeah um, just yeah. as a leader and Ma black mamba just yeah yeah mamba. i was very very fortunate to be able to see him play i guess yeah when when looking back you just you start to you know put those things in perspective and yeah mm. he was a great role model and you know just you're able to take his philosophy and stuff outside of sport and apply it into your own craft and your own field and um yeah just like i, I met him twice and i know he gets a lot of shit for being like a hmm. you know like a rude person he was nothing like honestly he was nothing but nice i've never seen someone light up a room and be just so genuine to fans hmm. where i've seen other athletes that you think are amazing and nice and then not nice to fans and then they're rude people and so it's funny it's like you can't read you can't believe everything you read on the internet right it sounds like he made a, a definite encouragement or inspiration to you personally in what you do so i think it's awesome oh for sure yeah That's cool. yeah he was awesome very cool well tyson thank you so much for uh hanging out with us here at hoops and cards right. for a little bit um again so grateful for your love for the game, your love for uh, basketball, NBA, basketball cards. And uh, like I said, all of our listeners, I encourage you guys to check out at Tyson Beck or um, Tyson, how can we find your latest card releases? Is there, you have a, a, a best like first step? Um, oh, just best. Uh, yeah. Instagram's good. Um, and I've got a link in my bio that just goes to the site. You can sign up to a, um, uh, the mailing list there. Um, and uh that's probably the best uh, best thing i'm definitely making a commitment to share more on instagram this year i've been pretty horrible in the last few years it's just something that gets away You've been from busy me. yeah 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 so definitely instagram is going to be the best place because i'm going to be sharing a lot of stuff and trying to keep that more active and um but yeah no i appreciate um the opportunity jumping on as well um um yeah definitely like yeah bar basketball and trading cards is like a perfect mix for me so um it's been great to chat to you and um yeah really do appreciate the opportunity of jumping in and um and just yeah um chopping it up with you and talking hoops and cards it's uh, nothing better than that dude i could talk nba all day with you <laughs> and uh, that's one of my favorite parts about just having a podcast is getting to meet so many people uh from around the world but also leaders like yourself who are you're investing your talents your passions, your skills into helping the rest of us enjoy it even more. So thanks for your design, your art, your innovation, taking the risk a few years ago to make your own cards. I think that's awesome. And I just wish you nothing but success in the next steps. I hope 
man, I hope for your sake, Tatum wins the, the championship, the Celtics yeah. take it, right? <laughs> and uh, that Brandon Ingram gets some MVP votes after he comes back. But like, yeah, yeah. Thank you again for all you do, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Very fond of you. Wizards? What kind of name is that anyway? For a basketball team? The Wizards? What are they? <laughs> like magicians in hoods? <laughs>